sexual tension. Can you imagine if there's like fan fiction? Oh, God. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. oh yeah. please, oh, yeah. no. Listener, do this. No. <laughs> Rule 34. No, no. no. It's no, out no, there. No. You hit a certain point. No. Everybody's shipping Grim and Koshu at this point. It's wonderful. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> Revol in his book. <laughs> Revol writes down, Today I learned what frauding is. <laughs> <laughs> Two edges That's and a wagon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey folks, welcome back to the Deck of Many Friends podcast. This is Sully, your DM, and last time on the Deck of Many Friends, the Godbearers swiftly escaped the wrath of the Awoken Seeds of Rudiak, escorted out of the grove by Talus and the natural gates closing behind them. Talus challenges Bitsy, Koshu, and Stitcher, pleading for answers to why he just gave up the only life he knew. Bitsy, though, through a bit of unexpected wisdom, calms Talus. But refuses to leave him alone, leaving Ash there to protect him and keep him company in his long, lonely watch. The group departs and tempers flare, but their shared responsibility for the idol and the ignorance of what Highfair is truly going through tentatively unites them. They venture on down the path leading south from Indoleth only to encounter the omnidirectional disembodied giggle of Layla and shortly after a few faces they recognize Grim, Sal, Vol, and Aaron cross paths with the party again and agree to camp together along the road Tag shares a prayerful drink with Aaron Bitsy and Stitcher question the intentions and allegiances of their camping partners Grim and Koshu discuss their fateful weeks, and Grim reveals Sal to be untrustworthy. Then the familiar giggles taunt both parties, and Grim voices his distaste for them. And that's where we left off. Let's tell a story. Hey guys, JD here, your friendly neighborhood soundboard. First, I want to say thank you for all the love and support you've sent our way so far. It means so much to every single one of us. Just as a heads up, this was the first episode we recorded 100% remotely. Due to the coronavirus pandemic, we wanted to ensure we did our best to keep everyone healthy and safe. We hope that you and your families and loved ones are doing well and are staying safe and healthy throughout this crazy time. We also hope that you enjoy the episode and that it provides a tiny escape from all the chaos going on in the world. All right, let's get back to Sully's super sultry virus-free voice. All right, guys. So Grim has just uh, heard the giggles uh, alongside you and says, fucking giggles. And stands and draws both his daggers, uh, readying for whatever's coming next. Uh, Sal stands up from his perch uh, on next to the fire, um, kind of bearing his claws, getting ready to attack whatever comes uh, from the forest line. You can tell that these guys have not had a good time of these giggles. 
uh, they associate it directly with being attacked. Um, Aaron stands up and kind of <clears throat> shirks off his his uh, water skin camel back uh, <laughs> super pack <laughs> super pack that he's got um, and Vol who you really haven't interacted with much uh, as he's as you come back to the, the camp with him uh, sort of stoically just kind of drops his sword off of uh, the baldric on his back and it uh, kind of glides against the sand on the, the road uh, he just completely ready to just um, consume whatever battle is about to happen. Uh, what do you guys do? <clears throat> uh, Grim, what, what's going on? Um, I, we are not used to being attacked when this girl giggles. Yeah, I mean, this forest is full of just nonsense. Things shouldn't be here. Things that uh unnatural almost. You haven't seen this. Uh, no. And the, only, can... the only thing that we've really encountered is the crazy creatures in the cave. What cave? Oh. Uh, the cave. Oh, Jesus. I don't know. Uh, and everything's green here. I <laughs> I have no For, idea. Forgive my friend. Just like our is, art. <laughs> forgive my friend. He is lame. Uh, Please don't, don't save me. <laughs> Not warmed up at we've all. We've seen unnatural things, but they're never immediately precipitated by the giggles. Uh, Tag says as he kind of like pokes at the fire with the butt of his spear. He's like like boredly. Like he's just over the giggles at this point. Right. So uh, Grim kind of like as as there's not this immediate attack um, following the giggles which he may or may not be used to at this point he he, he sheathes <clears throat> both daggers and kind of looks around at the the five of you and feels somewhat silly for being so uh, quick to jump to that this is going to be a fight um Although Sal still seems to be um, bearing his claws and his teeth at uh, at the the the, the wood line uh, on the edge, uh, sort of focusing towards where Bitsy and Stitcher are, um, the giggles seem to fade away. And everybody, go ahead and pile on a perception check for me. <laughs> oh yeah, throw some dice. Love it when we roll the dices. Okay, bang roll. One d twenty plus. Uh, you said perception. <laughs> I love rolled... it when Discord says several people are typing. <laughs> I rolled a fifteen. I mean, I rolled a fifteen. Twenty-one. Twelve. Eighteen. All right, so Ren, you got a fifteen. Hi. Taylor, you got a 21. Hell yeah, brother. Ken, <laughs> uh, you got a 12. Yup. Jules, yours was what? 18. 18. And JD, yours was what? 24. Awesome. Okay, so 
oddly enough, the giggles have stopped, and you hear nothing beyond the brush. Uh, I think, uh, Koshu, you're you're probably a little bit um, wary and skeptical of the silence uh, because Grim is so kind of these um, this this being someone you respect and and feel as even potentially your superior with blades uh, sure. is 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 feeling uh, kind of at odds with the situation so uh, I think that your your perception of him uh outweighs your perception of what you're actually hearing, right? Yep. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> so Koshi actually goes ahead and draws his dagger to you. Uh, Grim has already sheathed his in, in response to you guys kind of just being like... Eh. Oh, sorry, I was just confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you still want to draw yours? No. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I mean, it's fine if you do. I mean, you can just pull a dagger it's all you want. <laughs> um... <clears throat> Okay, so he he looks he looks kind of around at you and all of you and and says, "You guys must have been through some real shit." I, how is this not bothering you? What have you guys been through? When the giggles mean to you is is just annoyance. They they come and they go and they have no meaning no no sense to it, at least none that I could derive. Mm. Well, we've gotten assaulted every single time those things went off. This is the first time that the gills didn't come after we were attacked. Yeah, maybe that's uh, because we're a good luck charm for you. And tag kind of like playfully, as playfully as he can, takes, like, the butt of his spear and kind of, like, whaps him on the butt a little bit. He's like, your your vigilance is unnecessary, but I like the attitude. Good hustle. <laughs> Grim kind of pulls his hood back a little bit, slides it back from his from his head. It's a, make sure, making sure that you can see his eyes as he does this. He pulls kind of the hair out of his face and, and looks... Don't ever touch me there again. <laughs> sure, I'll go for the front next time then. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch yourself, Tag. I like you. I wouldn't want to have to end you. Okay, buddy. The tag Tag's just unimpressed. He's <laughs> like it's it's a long day. Yeah. I can imagine that having being chased away by a god has probably like dwindled your fear of anybody, any human, yeah, one, or one anything. single person, right? <laughs> Somebody, please. Uh, this, this is table talk. Can I just say it? Yeah, say it. Dude. Since we're far away, somebody D&D. please ask them specifics on these attacks that they're getting. Yeah, yeah. Wait, that was the first no, thing no, that's not allowed. You can't say. That. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay, that's fine. How about, how about how about this? Stitcher and 
Betsy, having heard the giggles, are going back to the campfire to warn their compatriots. <laughs> Meanwhile, Tag is asking Grim about his favorite flavor of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, we would be heading back because we'd probably be worried, like, holy shit, did you guys hear that again? So it's Dulce de Leche, just to make sure you know. Uh, have you ever tried that the queso cremada one? It's kind of mm, like that. It's mm, super good. It sounds like cheese. I'm not interested. In it's like it means like burnt milk. You can only really find it at the Mexican uh, palatarias, but uh, but yeah, you should try it if you ever come across it. We'll do. We'll do. Okay, thanks. Uh, by the way, yeah. So, have you guys encountered any drow? While you're here in the forest, they're not supposed to be here. We may don't have. all speak up at once. <laughs> <laughs> tag, tag uh, looks over at um, at Koshu and just kind of shrugs. I was like, "Well, why don't you go ahead and spill the beans again?" We we were asked to extract information from a drow. Extract, like you tortured him. Yeah. What? Wait, hold on. Uh, you don't seem really like the the upset stomach type. What, what's going on here? What, you, you, you couldn't handle the torture? Oh, I, I think I did my best. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. The grant I gave him was some of my best work. But, uh, he apparently was always going to escape, and they knew it. And so he has. Oh. All ones we encountered definitely couldn't handle any kind of grins or anything like that. Whatever the fuck that is. But, uh... That that worries me. He, uh... He's he's got tricks. He has magic. And, uh... I thought a pool of darkness swallowed us and he was gone. Hmm. Oh. Jail cell, guard, everything. I've never seen anybody escape like that. What kind of assassin are you that you can't handle darkness? Come uh, on, Koshu. <laughs> Come on. Anyway, uh, I'm not here to bag on you. This is literally just uh, information gathering. Did he have anything for you? Did you gain anything from him? I can't remember. <laughs> um, I really don't remember. I'm pretty sure no, though. <laughs> I think Bitsy, since this is the first time she's hearing this story, like at all. Yeah, Bitsy was dead during this whole thing, so. She's going to look over at Stitcher and say, when did all of this happen? Uh, <clears throat> your friend at the tree was taking care of you at the time. You weren't, you weren't with us. What, what was the, the purpose of you guys doing this. It was a trade. I can only... I only have enough power to do so much and we needed more to bring you back. So there was a trade. We were supposed to interrogate this man and in exchange, your friend would ask Rudyok if she might help us. Apparently again, by the way. I didn't know if you know that. They, They made you guys... Do I thought it was for them. Yes, I thought it was strange as well. I mean, I thought you were one of them, and they weren't willing to help us unless we did something for them. And not only that, Tag kind of chimes in and goes, "I don't want to make you have 
any kind of preconceptions about your family, but they set us up too. I they said they knew he was going to get away the whole time, and he's obviously fucking dangerous. They sent us in there. They didn't even tell us they expected him to escape. And had you guys ever seen a creature like this before? No. I, have. I mean, I've I've seen elves before, but none that look like him. She's going to look at Koshu. No, I have not. He bleeds the same as everybody, though. He seemed to like it a lot more. I believe Tag said he had seen them, though, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Up north, up above Hedrick's Point near uh, Heretic's Respite. That's where they live. They live in the ground. And what god did they serve? Not yours. He so was. why why were they all the way at Indola? Uh, remember when we were back in the city, all the people who were attacking, it's them. They were in the force for some reason. I think that's what they were trying to get us to glean. And then we were, uh, you know, he got away. He said that he was simply lost. And as far as any of us could tell, that was the truth. He was particularly interested in our idol. You guys told them we had an idol? I didn't. It was uh, a poor decision on my part. We, we were worried about you. He was worried about you, and he wanted to make sure that they understood how serious it was, what you were doing, or they weren't going to try again to bring you back. So Grim kind of shoulders his way into this, this conversation, and, and... Wait, hold on. What idol? <laughs> hold on. Pause. I'm pretty I, sure Koshu did actually tell that group that we had an idol. No, uh, I don't think did so. It? No. it never uh, got around to it. We never, yeah, I, I, I interjected and distracted from oh, the whole thing. Oh, and then we just ruined it anyways. <laughs> Congratulations! Yeah, and, then, and, then, <laughs> and then we alluded to it with the guy with the guy we were torturing, but didn't show him. He doesn't really know what we have. Right. The idol oh, and is then, still in the bag at this no, point. No, because I thought Grim, I Grim uh, had warned uh, Koshu be like, yeah, don't let Sal know what you're carrying because he's going to want it or something like oh. that. Remember? Did yeah. say that Sal knows what you're carrying. Oh. Grim doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. But we trust Grim. Um, Maybe. We don't Should trust you? Sal. Do you not remember... We were, we were, remember I, last time, always Stitcher, like six months ago, right? Stitcher I mean, was like, Stitcher was like, why is it always giggling when they're around? Oh my, that's very strange. And we were like, yeah, that's dangerous. And then now we're like, clearly, Ren has like the best fucking memory ever because I didn't remember this I'm shit up until last night. Like yeah. when I listened to the episode, like, believe it or not, even though I'm drinking, I am paying close attention. Yeah. Is uh, is American Idol now? Shut the fuck up. And Tag looks over at everybody it's, else. Wait, what? What, what kind of idol did you just say? Um, it's uh, it's American. It's what you you go up no. and you sing and people what judge is you. What? No, 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 no. Tag, I can tell you, you're trying to go ahead and roll me deception. <laughs> no, let me roll the deception. <laughs> uh, uh, let me see my deception. Oh, this is gonna go bad, guys. No, my deception's so good. Twelve. Uh, so Grim looks at you and kind of quirks his head a bit. Listen, I know you're tired and everything, but uh, 
we can be honest with each other. And you're not doing that. I'm being honest with you. You be honest with me. What idol are we talking about here? It's not some singing competition or whatever. What's going on? And you can actually see uh, kind of over to your left. uh, Sal uh, seems to be licking his lips a bit. um, Kind of staring at Revolve's bag. Because I believe Revolve has the idol right now, correct? No, Tag has it. Did you give it back? Yeah. Yeah, I gave it to Tag in the interrogation room, and then I never grabbed it back. Yeah. Okay. All right. So he's looking at uh, at Tag's bag and kind of licking his lips. Look, friend, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you like you want me to. It's better if you don't know. It's better if he doesn't know, anyway. And she looks at Sal. Yeah, and Tag looks over at Sal as well. I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't already. Something's going on with him. He's not not himself. As you can probably tell. Uh, Less skin, more fur, you know. There's something under there that ain't Sal. And he knows I am pretty sure I've seen it in my book, but I'd have to check anyway. I don't think it's something you need to get mixed up in. We don't even know really who you are. I mean, we're just sharing a camp. I'm not going through your bag looking at all your shite. So he he reaches uh, onto his belt and uh, grabs a pouch off the side of it and uh, detaches it and dumps it on the ground. A bunch of random... Uh, pieces of equipment uh, lock picks and, and, and small blades and uh, a few pieces of gold a few gems uh, kind of fall out and rattle out onto the ground no secrets listen Grim this isn't sh- show me yours I'll show you mine okay we're not in grade school don't ask again hmm Understood where we are, then. We'll watch you back. I can't keep my eyes on him all the time. And Grim walks away off to the other side of the, of the wagon and uh, just kind of leans up against it alone, not not really doing much, just kind of brooding as, as edgelords do. Um, is, can I roll a... Um, insight into um, Sal not Sal Sal not he's Sal in, his, his, his intention Slimothy <laughs> yeah Slimothy um, I forgot his second name uh, yeah so can, can I roll an insight to see kind of what he's <laughs> so I mean what are you trying to, to maybe discern? maybe it's just perception I'm, I'm sort of looking for like the twitchiness of him to see if he's about to try and make a move or I just don't trust him Right. Um, roll me perception to see yeah. if you if you, if you notice, and we'll we'll pile on after that. What did you say? Perception. Yep. All right. Seventeen. Okay, so you are able to kind of um, 
What? Yeah, let, let me tell you kind of like what Koshi would be trying to look for. Like, okay. um, <clears throat> he's mainly concerned with how ready to action he is. So he's looking at, you know, trained train to look for um, like twitchy muscles that are like springy, you know, like things that would like, it's sort of like when a, a football player looks at the feet of somebody instead of their eyes or the other way around. I don't know. It's football stuff. Uh, <laughs> like they're trying to read somebody uh, for their, you know, uh, upcoming action. Right? Yep. So the, so Sal doesn't seem to be, um, he's not ready to pounce. Yeah. If, if, if that, if, if you understand, he's, he's definitely, Tense and somewhat taut, and uh, his intent is pretty apparent, but he he's not gonna just jump and tackle on tag based on what you can see. Okay, great. <clears throat> he's kind of standing there. Aaron and Vol are are, are uh, kind of gathered back around the the, the campfire. Um, having kind of shaken off the the adrenaline of the giggles and what what has come for them in the past, um, but Sal's still peering pretty intently at, at Tag's bag. I think uh, Kosha would just roll up next to Tag um, with a just just a hand like kind of loosely near a dagger. Um, uh, just at the ready. <clears throat> Since I was over by the wagon, I guess. <clears throat> Raval, um, so everybody's kind of tense, right? Like, that's the general vibe of what's going on a little bit. Yeah, everybody just drew weapons and shit. And we're tense. <laughs> <laughs> Raval kind of approached after being off in his own little world, just kind of. I'm going to assume he, can over, he could have overheard what was going on, what was being discussed about the statue and. Or about what was not discussed about the statue, <laughs> just the curiosity behind it and everything. Yeah. Kind of walk over. Yeah, you could definitely hear all that. So. And uh, very calmly, not ready to strike or anything like that. Like, he's just got a question on his face. He's got a confused look. And he's like, why are the giggles following you around? Who are you what talking happened? to? I'm, I'm, I'm looking at Grim and Sal. So Grim's on the other side of the the wagon right now. He's he's not anywhere near you guys. Uh, Sal is kind of off to the side, kind of staring. So if you want to approach Sal, that's fine. Or Aaron or Val. Yeah. yeah. Or Aaron or Val. Yeah. Then Sal. Okay. And ask why why are the giggles following you? It's a good question. I'm not really sure. Um. They've ever since we met up with you guys, it's kind of been this constant attack, constant chest bloodbath, and it's been fun. Have you ever seen what's making the giggles? What's been attacking you? I mean, well. No, I, I guess the the giggles are just uh, sort of an alarm bells or something. It just 
it's like the call to recess almost get to come out and play Stitcher turns towards Aaron who seems way less sadistic and it's like <laughs> but what has been attacking you what have you been fighting when you heard the giggles oh um it's it's mostly been the the, the drow or the, the dark elves yeah they're uh, coming in droves well. S- squads or companies I, I don't speak much military but there's lots of them at a time were it not for sounds unfortunate transformation we may not have survived but he's proved himself a lot more capable lately uh, the first time we ever heard the giggles it was from a little girl that we managed to rescue just a few hours earlier it's we've never been attacked have you ever seen a little girl I think it's her laughing I'm not entirely sure of course I've seen a little girl before. I mean, when you heard the laughter, have you seen a girl at the same time? The only time we, or even, I, and I didn't, I, I think it was Paul that saw the little girl in the in the trees when we first met. R- right? And you, you guys went after her. Right. And that's what I'm seeing every time. That's the first time we've ever heard it. And it was coming from her and something else that was with her. Something else? Like what? I mean, I'm not entirely sure what I saw. Like a big shadowy man. Shadowy man? That sounds horrible. Uh, It's not nice. Rival, have you sketched a picture? Yeah, he'll flip through his notebook and then show it kind of hand it off to i'm like doing all the motions mm-hmm. in my room by myself <laughs> right um, <laughs> we can see uh, you and uh sort of show it to sal without really handing the whole notebook over do you want to or show not it sal to aaron. aaron aaron yeah lots of npcs standing around you right now pick a name um so aaron kind of leans into the book a bit and and, and kind of reaches out to take it um, are you are you gonna let him take it, or are you gonna are you gonna just show it kinda, to him? I'm just gonna show it to him. I'm gonna kind of like clamp down my grip a little bit more, a little bit stronger. Uh, okay, so he 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 notices this and kind of like backs off a little bit. Um, well, in in my studies, the this uh, looks to be. Like Thessal. But no one's ever seen him before. Who is that? Thessal? I. I didn't really go to church before this, you know. Uh, oh, um. Uh, okay, um. He created the world and everything in it? You know. The God of Shadow and 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 creation. And How he's did... 
attacks on you. I'm not entirely sure that's the same person, the same entity. Uh, I'll have you go ahead and roll me a religion check to see what information you know about Thessal. Fourteen. <clears throat> Ten. Oh, hold on. Bitsy. Twenty-one. Let me make sure I did that right. That plus three, that's uh, the bonus. Yeah. Fifteen. So oh, your okay. religion bonus would be that. I, how how did you get the lowest? Aren't you supposed to be like... No, I'm a fighter. I'm not a monk. Yeah, he's, he's just, just observing. He's just observing. He's not He's not a, a historian. His he's a philosopher, not a historian. Rather high for a fighter, though, so I'm surprised. Well, religion is intelligence. Mm-hmm. Is it really? Yeah, Jeez. it doesn't make any sense. So, the religion check... Uh, Let's see. Is that the highest? That would have been Betsy. Betsy. So, uh, being somewhat uh, familiar with the creation story, Betsy, um, you know that although Rudyak uh, was the origination of life on High Fair, that uh, the planet or the the the, the land itself was created by a god named Thessal. Um, Thessal uh, formed all of this um, this land out of uh, a void uh, into what he called a firmament. Um, and then uh that's when he brought Markin in, and Markin shined a light on things that he weren't, he wasn't uh, proud for people to see, and that's where that whole uh, kind of rivalry began. Uh, Thessal um, also has a uh, strong kinship with. Um, so, if I'm remembering right. There's two. There's the brother that created Ridioc and all the others to bring mm-hmm. balance. Correct. Is that Thessal or is that Markin? So Thessal is the one that created everybody or like pulled them out of the void. He didn't create his brothers and sisters uh, so much, but was... Uh, Thessal's like uh, the embodiment of like outer space and nothingness, basically. Like, is what you're getting at. Uh, no. Of. No. Okay, I mean, he... Hmm. So he is the void and controls the void and but all things. he's not the sun god and he's not the darkness god, I think is what Jules But he created both of those. Yes. Yes. So he is the darkness god. Um, I highly recommend all of you read <laughs> the introduction read to the high fair. Thessal is the main focus of all of this stuff. All right. Um, the So Thessal is the god of uh, shadow, the void, and creation. Okay, so he he represents uh, and actively uh, acts as the god of shadow, but he also created the world. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So, and that's what you know. Uh. Would I understand why he would be doing something that's wrecking the balance he tried to create? Um, he could probably make guesses. No one knows 
I mean, we'll make a a really uh, relevant reference. Nobody knows God's plan, right? So, absolutely not. You have no idea why he would be doing this. Or um, the only thing you would know is that he has a strong connection with Ildra, who is uh, the goddess of mischief and chaos. Okay. So... Aaron has, has um, shown you the picture and said, yeah, that's Thessal, um, the one that you drew, Revol. Um, it doesn't sound like anybody else is really super familiar with him, although once it once uh, Aaron sort of like expounds on who who's in the book, uh, you all kind of remember the stories a little bit of... of the creation, although uh, other than Bitsy herself is not no one's super religious so it's not something that just like sits in your mind all the time, right? So um, Raval you're, you're at least a little bit um, more familiar but having just now identified who the, the shadowy figure is uh, holding Layla's hand so I, they've never attacked us per se. We've only ever, now that I think about it, we've only ever heard it before something unpredictable happened. So it's just unpredictability. Did it? Your guess is as good as mine. Mm-hmm. Just but we can your... agree. We can agree that we all did just hear again, right? Of course we heard it, yeah. So it's, it's, I it's, it's, suggest it's, that we be prepared for something unpredictable to happen. Well, everybody here is always prepared. I, I, I may not seem very um, capable due to my, you know, personality, but but I'm 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 okay. I I, I can handle myself well, and I keep everyone. Supplied, very hydrated, well, very well hydrated. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying, you know, it's getting dark. Maybe we should start thinking about settling in. I'm sure all of you are very tired. You should get some rest. At our campfire over here, just a little ways away, we'll still be able to see you. Wait, you're making another campfire? Just How are you going to get here. to the water? We'll just come wake you up if we need a drink. It'll be all right. Wake me up. Or we'll just drink out of your pack there. It's fine. I think we're all very hydrated anyway. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. All right. Have, uh, well, have a good night then. Right. Uh, if you need anything, we're just a few paces that way. Oh, oh okay. Just same here. Right? And she just like nods. <laughs> And he nods back. (laughs) (laughs) Stitcher goes to make a fire. It's our favorite activity. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, the the rest of you, I'm assuming, are going to gather around your own fire at this point. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, before I head over to that one, I'll swing over to Grim. Mm -hmm. Just say, uh, I'll watch my camp for Sal. You watch yours. And if anything goes down, just send the signal up. 
I don't exactly carry any flares around with me. Well, I'm sure you can make sure I know. I'm sure if Sal starts something, you'll hear it. Okay. Uh, and then I'll turn around and walk over to the campfire that our group's at. Good night, Koshu. Good night. All right, so uh, you kind of all make your way back towards the the, the new campfire. Uh, it's misdirection, right? Anybody that, that that attacks wouldn't know which one to start with. It's a good <laughs> idea. It's like a state park, you know. We're just in the different. We're in the other side. Yeah, we're in the next campfire. The other over. side. Of, the other side of the ten foot road. I like it. Cool. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just don't trust them. I I know it's safety in numbers, but that that thing in my book is bound to start trouble and at least we should be able to hear him coming instead of sleeping next to him I agree <clears throat> so I s- probably it would be wise to have double watches maybe someone watch the camp over there and someone watch for everything else that sounds does, wise does everybody agree go ahead and give me a watch list if, you, if you're going to do that uh, I can take first first watch, one of them. With? I'm not tired. All right, so, so Raval tag, and... Go ahead. Tag kind of uh, quarterbacks this once again and um, says, like, well, I know I'm not going to be sleeping that much, so why don't we have it as Bitsy and Stitcher? And then Koshu and Raval. And then I'll just be in and out intermittently. And I can take the last one. All right. Sounds good. So bits in Stitcher first, right? Sure. Okay. Uh, so everybody else is kind of bedding down. Koshu, you're going to start meditating. Uh, I don't know. Tag, you didn't really expend anything, so you probably I, just well, want to go also, to sleep. I, I don't have any liquor, so... Mm. So you can't meditate. Kinda, is what you're saying? Well, and you're I mean, pissed off, Grim. So yeah. So I'm just uh, Taggle. Just uh, move his pack under his head. Yep. Use that as kind of like a pillow. Revolve. How are you handling? Are you just gonna go to sleep? Dear diary. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Let's do this. Um, I actually no, would love no, no, no. today was a crazy day. <laughs> I Dear. would. I would love to hear you narrate uh, a. <laughs> journal recap. entry from, a recap actually, from a diary perspective I'm actually ways. perfectly fine with hearing what Revolve writes in his diary tonight dear penthouse oh oh man I need to think <laughs> you got one watch to think speech yeah, speech 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 alright alright so uh, everybody's kind of laying down Revolve has kind of opened his book and is sort of scribbling in it as everybody else is resting and sleeping uh, Bitsy and Stitcher go ahead and roll me a perception check Ooh, Jules crushed it. <laughs> oh, so did Ren. Jesus. <laughs> Betsy a 23 and Stitcher a 19. So, uh, you're, you're kind of peering off, uh, both of you being super skeptical of these, these four individuals, uh, off to the other camp, um, like six feet away from you. Um, you're you're both sort of watching uh, them rather than the outskirts of 
of the camp, uh, both being super skeptical, right? Um, what you notice is that Sal doesn't seem to sleep. Grim has kind of leaned up against a wagon wheel and Aaron has, has curled up onto his like waterbed of a, a camelback <laughs> pillow type thing. Um, and Vol sort of sits like leans up against the, uh, the, the wagon kind of with his sword at, at the ready um, in like poked between his two legs um, and he uh, he he closes his eyes, but you can tell that he's he's still vigilant at this point. He can he's if Dragonborn had ears, they would be perked, right? So, um, although Sal uh, seems somewhat restless, uh, seems to be clawing at the at the sand beside him as he sits down and uh, sort of shuffling around, seeming a bit nervous. All the while looking at Tag laying on his bag. What do you do? Betsy, I don't know. Well, in a quiet enough voice that no one else can hear, right? Everyone's sleeping and we're trying to be clandestine. Go ahead and roll me stealth if you want to whisper without someone six feet away from you hearing. <laughs> no, no, like the, the campfire's fine. Just the other camp. I don't want them to hear. No, no, no. Yeah, it's six feet away from you. <laughs> This is not a big road. It is quite literally a 10-foot road, right? I mean, it's not it's about the size One of a road. Rin crit. He's Shinat 20s. <laughs> That's not fucking fair. Uh, hey, you just literally told her to do I it, did. So. I did. <laughs> she whispered so good, I can't even hear her. Yeah, so <laughs> she <laughs> still know what's going on. The best whisperer. <laughs> Bitsy, wow. I, don't, I don't know what you need to do about that satyr over there, but I don't think I don't think it's wise to have what we have near him for longer than we need to. <laughs> oh, oh, man. DM20. <laughs> like, in front of everybody. Oh, yeah. What do, you, what do you suggest we do? Should we have, wake have, everybody up and go? I have no idea. So I'm, I'm asking you. So, at this point, you guys are having this conversation, and Sal kind of gets up on his haunches and starts to rise. Um, the rest of his group doesn't really notice. Uh, Aaron's fast asleep. Uh, Vol is somewhat used to his uh, kind of uh, troublemaking friend, uh, and Grim is on the complete opposite side of the of of the wagon. He's still pouting? Yeah, he's he's still pouting over there. (laughs) Uh, But Salsar, stand up. What are you guys doing? He's like walking towards us or... He doesn't doesn't kind of make any moves towards you guys yet, but he's definitely standing up. Did he just just hear you? I have no idea. I thought I was being quiet. Do you think if we were to leave now, his party would go with him? Or, I mean, would he leave without his party to follow us? I absolutely think he would do whatever he wanted without regards to whoever he's with. Do we think he's more dangerous without his party than with them? Absolutely. I do. I mean, I only know I've seen in my book in passing, but 
what it, it explain to me again what you've seen in your book when we first saw him and I I don't want to open it again I don't think it's a good idea to open the book more than you need to but and I remember something that the the woman where I used to work told me and they're just agents of chaos those things and I think there's probably something of the man who once existed in him and it's probably keeping him tethered to his friends still and maybe they have some pull over his actions but if he's to leave his friends I don't think there's anything that would stop him from doing what he wants to do and I can assume what he wants is what we've got I think this is just a problem waiting to happen I mean obviously we can't just chase off into the woods at night even though you're back you know we we just had a lot happen in the last day I just don't think we need to spend more time with these people than we need to. It's a it's a risk we're taking. Do you think it's curiosity for what we have that's getting him or just I'm just... not sure. I, I I mean that's the nature of chaos, right? There's no way to know what's happening in his mind. Does he want what we have? Does he know what it is? Does he want to do something with it or does he just want to fuck with our stuff? So, in the meantime, Sal stands and unassumedly starts walking towards the two of you. Uh, he doesn't, not not threateningly, uh, but uh, he he stands and kind of makes his way over to you, and you hear some rustling uh, from behind the wagon. Um, and he, he he kind of walks over and peers down at you, Bitsy, and says, You know, I don't want to interrupt what you ladies are gossip- gossiping about me, but they're coming. Who's coming? Them. And he turns and kind of bears his claws and, and kind of comes in this, this sort of wolverine style type. Uh, his, his claws sort to sheen and sharpen and he takes off and leaps over the, the wagon towards the, the, the wood line, uh, where he's at. Um, and you hear the clash of steel against claw. What do you do? Uh, gonna go around and kick all Koshu and everybody else awake. All right, you gonna wake everybody up? Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> all right. Stitcher runs across the road and uh, makes sure that the other camp's awake. So you 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 kind of bolt over and kind of shake um, Aaron awake, and he. Kind of startles. They're here. They're here. And you hear the kind of clack and cling of of steel against steel and claw against steel, and um, immediately Vol stands, kind of pushing him up through his with his with his sword, and spins and turns around the wagon and runs towards where uh, the sound is coming from. Uh, Koshu, Tag, and Revol, uh, Bitsy, uh, you know, in her 
littleness comes and shakes you. What do you guys do? Uh, go ahead and revolve. What's 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 happening? So, something's here. The the creepy one came over and said they're coming, and then she just points. So Revolve will kind of look around just really quick and then stand up and grab his scimitar. Tag, uh, Bitsy makes her way over to you and kind of shakes you. Uh, what do you say? <laughs> Tag startles awakenings. Trident's cockled beard. Oh, Jesus Christ. And uh, grabs a spear and he's like, the fuck is happening? She just points and then goes on to Koshu. All right, Koshu, how do you react to... Uh, so Koshu is kind of knelt in this, this meditation pose uh, that he's that you're used to seeing at this point, kind of kneeled uh, like ceremoniously around his daggers. Um, his milky eyes are sort of staring at you, uh, although he doesn't. there doesn't seem to be any recognition there uh, in, until you touch him. Um, are you just going to go ahead and shake him, or are you going to... I'm just going to gently touch him. All right, touch him on the shoulder, Koshu. Yeah, and you just see like a little millimeter of those eyes move around with those just milky cataracts. And he doesn't say anything. He just reaches down, picks his dagger up, and stands up and looks around. Uh, Does Koshu only have one dagger left? He had two at the beginning. And oh, he threw it and never yeah. picked up the other one. No, yeah, I, d- I right. did get it back. He just doesn't fight with two. <clears throat> okay. Okay, cool. Uh, so you, he stands up and moves towards. Yep, just like noise. wordlessly, like he just really fluidly right. like drops into combat. All right. So as the five of you kind of like uh, break the point of vision around the wagon where everybody else has sort of moved on, uh, you see that that Aaron has has uh, pulled a club from his pack, and it's, this odd-shaped buckler um, shield that he has kind of strapped around his wrist uh, and sort of timidly uh, is is behind where Vol, Sal, and Grim seem to be engaging uh, what seems to be... Go ahead and roll me perception, everybody, real quick. Before we roll something else. Initiative. No, I I didn't say that. I don't know what you're <laughs> I got a sixteen. <clears throat> this is perception. Yes. Perception. Yes. A twelve. Sixteen. Twenty-three. Ten. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Reval is rubbing his eye boogers. That's why I can't see. All right. So Tay is sixteen. Koshu's sixteen. JD is. 10, Jesus, 23, Jesus. Um, so Bitsy on the rolls today. Yeah, right? Uh, Bitsy, you notice right away that these look similar to your 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 brethren from uh, Indoleth, but with this dark uh, sort of like uh, deep lavender skin um, that uh, they're these are the dark elves that everybody keeps talking about. And would uh, I have encountered them or been taught about them? Uh, no. But there, you you can recognize from what everybody's been talking about recently that the these are the the people that they were talking about. Uh, so uh, Koshu and uh, Tag, you're both very aware of what these things are, and there's about. 
seven of them. Uh, Yikes. All all of them uh, heavily armored in the same sort of uh, like garb that Corrin was wearing. Uh, Just less uh, elegant or extravagant as as he was wearing. So there's it's this this dark kind of embossed uh, spider leather, right? That uh, that covers the the majority of their body. Uh, they all seem to be using uh, small blades, uh, but one in the back, uh, and Bitsy, you would notice this the most, uh, is carrying a, a dark blade similar to the katanas that the, um, that the wood elves use. So, yeah, and that guy it has engaged Grim at this point. Um, the rest are kind of like... Uh, Vol is handling two or three of them um, and Sal has co- kind of gone off and just started ravaging a few of them just like attempting to tear them apart. Aaron kind of sits back with his cudgel um, waiting on uh, something to happen or the need for him uh, and uh, but his, his water pack is still kind of strapped to his back and uh, but he stands ready and tall as his friends are attacked. What do you guys do? Uh, so I'm on the other side of the road and everybody else is on that side. Uh, you are already, you were probably the closest to this because you went and woke Aaron up. Uh, Aaron and Vola. Um, what do you do? What are you doing? Aaron, I've seen this before. They don't like the light. Uh, so Aaron kind of uh, turns to you, uh, you know, keeping one eye on the battle and one eye on you, um, as you know, lazy-eyed as he can be. He's a chameleon. He looks like a crazy pug. <laughs> and you can see him sort of smile and stand um, a bit, and he he he. he, he Good idea. Aaron kind of peers over at you, uh, switching back and forth between the battle and you, uh, Sitcher, and she and he um, booms with this this uh, resounding voice, and this this it it's almost um, unnerving how different it is from the reserved and kind of timid voice that they has normally. Um, and he raises his his cudgel in the air and uh, sc- sort of screams at the, this group. Let the light of Marken shine upon you! And he casts light and shines light over the battlefield where these others are. And the all of the drow dark elves um, seem to kind of like shy away from it and 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 take a unknown disadvantage from you. <laughs> nice. Good idea. Revolve's gonna look at Good idea. Revolve's gonna Revolve's gonna look at Tag and just kind of approach him really quickly and just uh, protect the bag. Uh, Tag at that point's already running. Um and he oh, okay. uh like he he could hear that and uh he uh, 
just it's this like almost like blur as he runs past uh, Stitcher and Aaron and uh, jumps into the fray. All right. Does he have the bag? Yes. He has the bag still. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> she chases right after him as soon as he sees Tag bolt past him in that blur. <clears throat> and Revolve, wanna... I'm assuming as soon as as soon as Tag takes off after he kind of gives you the, the slight recognition that he understands, uh, you're taking off right behind him, right? Yep. I'll draw my. I'll grab my double bladed scimitar. All right. I need Bitsy. to clarify, these things never actually... They're attacking the other camp completely. They didn't make moves towards us. That is correct. So far, none have attacked you. And as they run in, are they shifting to attack Tag in them? Or what well, am that I is, saying? That is a split second that you will not be able to observe. <laughs> right, and hang out to see. Right. Okay, so Bitsy's going to kind of hang back. Uh, Stitcher, what are you doing? Other than kind of warning and um, um, rushing in, or are you Stitcher is back? one to help. She rushes in. All right, uh, the five of you go ahead and roll me initiative. Dun, 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 we're playing D and D. Finally, and then initiative always has a plus to it, and it's on Ooh, my page somewhere. It, it is. It is defo on twenty three. How, oh no! How am I rolling so <laughs> wow. shitty on the spot? Wow. I have not rolled higher than a ten. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell the math is what you rolled, so it's okay. I rolled a nat. I rolled a nat one. Uh, I rolled a nat two, and that's a total of four. Uh, I rolled a seventeen. All right, and Koshi, what did you roll? Twenty-three. All right. Uh. Okay, so uh, in priority order between you guys, it is Koshu, then Tag, then Bitsy, and then Stitcher, and then Revol. Uh, Revol, you roll in that one. We'll resolve that when it comes to your turn. Cool. I'm gonna, <laughs> so sad. <clears throat> I'm going to hold my turn until Tag goes in. Okay. Uh, Tag, then it is your turn. Yee. Okay. So Tag, as as he rushes in, so there. The, so let me let me let me clarify real quick yeah. just for you, so that you you have a vision of what what's in front of you. Uh, so Grim is uh, kind of embroiled in this battle with this one uh, single dark bladed uh, drow. Uh, Sal is off to your l- sort of uh, left. Uh, so we'll, 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 if you're in the center of a compass, you hit your northeast or northwest. I'm sorry, northwest. Um, Vol is off with two or th- no. Vol is off with three over to your northwest. Uh, Grim is straight to the north. Um, Aaron is back uh, to your south at this point. Uh, so there are a total of six uh, in front of you. The the big baddie, uh, two with Sal and three with Vol. Tag rushes all the way to the back to be with Grim. Okay. For the so, big baddie. Okay, go ahead. And uh, 
he rushes in and um, just kind of slips past all the like all the other fights that are happening to the the northeast and the northwest and uh, rushes he as he's rushing in uh, once he gets within like 20 feet he just hugs his spear at the uh, the big baddie okay go ahead and roll a hit Ooh. 26 Ooh. 26 definitely hits Man. okay and so as uh, so he throws the spear and without even uh, waiting to see whether or not it hits he uh, runs up with a uh, a flying knee at the guy's head alright unarmed strike go ahead and roll that to hit as well We'll resolve the spear as as all these other rolls happen. I just picture you like catching up with the spear because you throw it and keep running. Yeah, and catch up with it. <laughs> Tag catch up is with the, it. Just that is deep the into most chest. anime uh, character that was not supposed to be anime ever. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> twenty also hits. So it's a dirty twenty, and then he's gonna follow up with a flurry of blows. Okay, roll the hit. Is, keep him up. Keep him up. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> That's a 15 for the first one. 15 for the first one? That does not hit. And then for the second one, it's... Oh, God, it's a 10. 10 does not hit. Okay, so I'll, I'll narrate the, the two hits if you want. Go ahead. You can do the two misses. Um, so he runs in, throws his spear, um, and then as he's running, he catches up to catch up with the spear, comes in with a flying knee, um, and that's the one that hits. And then... Uh, as he comes down after the flying knee, uh, he's a little bit like disoriented because he kind of fell down a little bit and he reaches up to, uh, to do a punch, uh, up to the guy's head and then, uh, a kick to the gut. All right. So, uh, as, as, as you kind of collide and, and almost like drive this, this, the spear a little bit deeper into the dark elf's shoulder, uh, with the end of your knee, you're like kind of like collide with the, the end of the spear, just digging it a little bit deeper in. And uh, you, you're unable to like kind of regain your balance as, as you've made this uh, leap from just awake to throwing a spear to kneeing into the spear. I think the adrenaline of waking up has, has, has uh, kind of dwindled and you you're swinging somewhat wildly as you, you, you kick and punch at this guy. And he uh, unnervingly is able to recover from this massive impact. Uh, but go ahead and roll me damage from the spear strike and the, uh, the knee. Okay. So this is for the spear. That would be a six. And then for the knee, be an eight. All right, so a total of 14 damage. Correct. All right, uh, Koshu, you held your turn until after Tag. It um, is your turn. Tag ran over to fight the guy fighting Grim. Is that right? Yes, to give him sneak attack because now I'm within range. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, thinking about them M- NPC rolls and everything, man. Yeah. Look at that. <clears throat> Action economy, man. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, Doesn't count as metagaming unless you say it out loud. <laughs> oh, so <I> it is. <laughs> as uh, as Tag races past him, he tries to keep up but can't, and so he will 
make a, a bit of like a, a long jump into a roll to get close. Um, I'm going to bonus action dash. Um, okay. To represent that. And then <clears throat> uh, we'll bolts from the grave. Okay. <clears throat> uh, to the same, same sort guy. of like yep. general type dude that Grim is engaged with. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, so that is, I believe it's a plus four. Let's see. Oh, plus six. All right. So, all right. There's a 19 hit. A 19 does hit. Oh, yeah. All right. 2d6 plus four. 12 damage. Yeah. 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 Okay. 12 damage. And then, um, he will point at the guy and say, uh, what, what does he say? He, he holds up his bony finger and doesn't say anything. He just points at the guy and you hear these bells just shatteringly loud. (gasps) Um, yeah. And, uh, and he casts, um, Toll the Dead. Toll the Dead. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. The most metal spell ever. So, Toll the Dead is, uh, you point at one creature and you can see it within range, and the sound of Dolores bells fill the air around it for a moment. The target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or take 1d8 necrotic damage. If the target is missing any of its hit points, it instead takes 1d12 necrotic damage. It is definitely missing 14 of its hit points. <laughs> Plus the 12. Plus 12, like, right. Dished yeah. out. So um, you need to... So great. Uh, you, you need to roll a DC 10 on a wisdom save. Okay. He rolls a 19. All right. Um, let's see. Yep. All right. You. Nothing happens then. Um, just some cool bells in the background. <laughs> So, yeah, everybody kind of looks around looking for the bells and everything, and nothing it's happens. It's still really creepy, guys. It's super fucking creepy, but nothing happens. Uh, all right, so that is back to... Um, and then I will oh, withdraw um, 30 feet away from both parties. So you dashed in 30 feet, and... Did I need to? Because it was a 10-foot road, right? A 10-foot road. Yes. Uh, so you dashed in dash ten, 10 feet. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, but yeah, 10 feet. It doesn't matter. Your dash doesn't count towards your movement. So yep. uh, you have 30, 30 feet of movement back. So if, if you want to move 10 feet back to the other side of the road again, on the other side of the uh, wagon, you can. I think he'll even just go further into the forest a bit. <clears throat> so you're going to go back across the road and into the forest. Yeah. Just trying to get away from all the action. Okay. All right, you do. And then we are at Bitsy. Bitsy. Go ahead and tell me what you're doing. You're you're kind of sitting back in the back, kind of watching what's going on. But as you see your friends sort of engage this guy, what are you doing? I still haven't seen anybody attack them back directly, so she's going to hold. You want to hold your turn, or do you want to wait for a single? Uh, do you want to hold your your action for something like uh, for reaction, or do you want to actually hold your turn? Like if you can, I, like you I can hold, say. Oh, sorry. I'm no. sorry. I'm interrupting. <laughs> no, you're okay. If I hold my action, then whatever I'm wanting to do, as soon as I see them attack, it doesn't matter when my turn is. I can just do that action. Or Correct. how's that different than holding is, my? So holding your action will actually uh, will will put you in a separate order, right? Well, as uh, prepping a 
uh, an action for a reaction will le- allow you to do it immediately after that happens. Okay. Whatever I'll- you've prepped for, right? Okay, I'll hold my action. Until when? Until I see them actually attack one of our party. So, okay. What are you going to do? It- All right. That's more of a reaction right. hold, right? That seems like a reaction hold to me. What do you want to do if somebody attacks your party? Shapeshift. And okay. go. Shape So should go. I just hold my turn then? Oh, you should just shapeshift. That's going to burn your whole action, yeah. right? Yeah, that's an entire action. So even if you... So if somebody attacks you, attacks somebody in your party and you react by shapeshifting... Uh, that's your entire action, right? You're not going to be able to do anything afterwards. Right, so you should just get it out of the way if you want to do it. You yeah, can no, shapeshift. Talky, but yeah, yeah, yeah I, this is... This is well, we're just uh, Jules being Jules the least out. experienced player at the table, uh, I want to make sure that she knows the rules. Um, it, would, it would benefit you to shapeshift now and then hold a reaction... Or react afterwards and then attack if somebody attacks your party or something on your next turn rather than holding your action, using your action, and then having to wait until the next turn to be mm. able to do anything about it. Yeah, right. because shapeshifting takes your action. Or what does it? Uh, we just make sure we clarify that. For it her. does. It is an okay. entire action. Yeah. Is she some special bonus action class? Or Yeah, you'll want to shapeshift now because that takes up your whole action. It is a it is a spell that would take an action. So yeah, okay. so you, you're gonna have to shapeshift and then just wait didn't want to waste again. it if I didn't have to. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'll go ahead and shapeshift into a black bear. Ooh, a bear! Yeah. But I'm still gonna hang out at the fire at ours, the, our original camp, wherever okay, I. Okay, so you're about you're su- you're still about 15 feet away from the the actual action, then. So you're not even like. Getting on the other side of the the, the wagon. Okay, cool. Uh, that. But would I can be, still see them, right? Or do you, I have to get? You're on the able other to side? see. You're kind of off to off center of the wagon, so you can see what's going on around it. Uh, that rolls over to Stitcher's turn then. All right, Stitcher, seeing her friends make probably the smart choice to go after the person in charge is going to pile in and try. To hit with Eldritch Blast. All right. How far away are you shooting this blast from? I am wherever Aaron is, which is, I don't know how far away. It's Pretty. probably about six or seven feet. And from the uh, range is RT 120 feet yeah, on you Eldritch got Blast. Plenty of range. I'm not worried so about I'm that. I was just going to see how far you, you were. See, okay. Hold on. And 18 does hit. All right. <laughs> okay. Damage. Damage. That is a total of 14 damage to the leader. All right. So you kind of reach back and that, that familiar like symbiotic deathly goo seems to form in your hand and you, you know, Kamehameha your way. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, your this bolt of, of dark deathly energy uh, collides with the chest and knocks him back Um you know, like half a foot or so, and it clings and burns through, and the the, the uh, embellishment or em- embossment, I guess, of the the you know, kind of sp- the spiderweb pattern seems to dissolve away and eat away into the skin of this uh, this uh, dark elf, 
and he he although he doesn't seem to react to the pain negatively you can tell it hurt and he's just a sick fuck he is a pretty sick fuck um now we go to resolve uh, revolt snap one uh, cool. I'm going to give you the... I'm excited. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> Big Super uh, excited. Player. Super excited. <laughs> it's going to be fun, guys. JD's so good at D&D, guys. I just wanted to say. Uh, no. uh, more like the bot is so good at D&D. Right. Uh, the, so um, I'm going to give you two options. Uh, you can hold. You can skip your turn uh, entirely, or you can uh, engage... And drop your weapon next to where you were going to engage. Give me the realistic um, action that Raval would have taken uh, to engage. Uh, so, so be fair, but also giving you the option because this is not this is not a combat nat one. It is a initiative nat one. So. I'm so realizing he rolls a nat one. No, not not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Quite the opposite um, of what I just said. Yeah. So I think Raval would. Um, he's going to go ahead and go to after kind of just really briefly surveying what else happening and where, and seeing the rest of the party kind of congregate at the big baddie. Um, he's going to run over. He's going to run over there as well, and. Um, an attempt to attack. I, I assume I'm not that far away. No, it's. I mean, this is a, the the distance of the entire battlefield at this point is about ten feet, right? So you're not far away from anybody. Uh, mm-hmm. In engaging this guy, uh, what what you do notice is is as you're kind of charging in, you're you're a double bladed scimitar kind of at the ready. Uh, one of the three uh, elves that are attacking uh, Vol are kind of reaches a hand over and shoots a, a, a blast of energy at you and knocks the, the scimitar loose from your hand. And you're kind of like mid stride, like getting ready to swing the, the, the scimitar at this guy. And it just flies from your hand and you're sitting there unarmed. And now it's oh Grim's God. turn. Oh yeah. It's fucking edgelord time. <laughs> Grim takes one of the jewel daggers from his belt and uh, slices across the chest of uh, this kind of general type guy uh, and immediately makes a spin with uh, his other dagger and jabs it into the other side where you can actually hear the, the sound travel through the skin and armor everything of Tag's uh, spear and the tip of uh, Grim's dagger collide, and you hear this small ding as it's as very they homoerotic. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, touching tips, touching tips. The uh, and he he grins uh, in somewhat glee of battle and uh, pulls his daggers back out. And uh, like, kind of walks away from the explosion, not facing the 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 drow that that 
um, has assaulted him. Uh, and then it is Vol's turn. So Vol swings his, his great sword across the three of them. Uh, although they're, they're agile enough to, um, to kind of step back from the large sweeping strike. Uh, they, they disengage a bit from him, uh, as he misses, but, uh, definitely scares the three uh, away as, as he kind of approaches un, undeterred, uh, to these three well-equipped, uh, dark elves. And then we move on to Sal's turn. Sal, uh, you hear him sort of cackling over there to the the left of where you guys are, and uh, he you hear the the sort of rending of flesh as three claws uh, strike into one of the two that he is uh, uh, kind of fending off, and you hear the uh, sort of uncharacteristic screams as uh, the the satyr just digs into this this drow's uh, armor. And he, all right, and he slashes at that guy. It is now Aaron's turn. We're back to the top of the order. New round, folks. Aaron is going to uh, sit back and sip some water. So the general sort of unreactive to the damage that has been dealt to him in this short six second window um, pulls the blade from his hand and sort of drags it across his his hand and laughs as you see his dull uh, purple eyes seem to flicker and then shift into a glowing red and he turns his back to the three of you Koshu, Tag, and Rabal and looks at the back of Grim and says who did you think you were dealing with this and charges at the back of Grim and that's where we're going to cut this episode <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> awesome. nefarious oh, I don't have good feelings about this <laughs>